0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Musicpreneur Movement Podcast, where we help you skyrocket your music career. And we do this by sharing behind-the-scenes information from the best minds in the industry. But most importantly, we focus on creating a shift in your mindset to believe that you have what it takes to make it in music. I'm your host, Eddie V, as usual. It's been a fun but crazy few months, not only for the world, but also for me, and I'll be doing a few episodes this year to share a few things that I've been working on that could probably inspire some of you as well. Today on the show, we have the talented Abby Muir, all the way from Australia. She's a young and very talented artist. She's won multiple awards for her songs, the most recent being the John Lennon Songwriting Contest, where she won in the category of Rock for her song Stockholm, which is actually out on Spotify or wherever you stream your songs. Also, it's a song that you'll be hearing in this episode. And we'll be discussing the power of mindset, how we should focus on the positives in life and not the haters that like to try to bring us down. So if you're a young artist, listen up and feel encouraged by Abby's wonderful story. All right, here we go. All right, and welcome back to the show. Today we have an amazing guest, described by Tommy Jackson from Sony Australia A&R as one of the most creative and exciting artists to come out of Australia in recent years. Abby, at only 17 years of age, has an international unsigned only win under her belt and also a sensational award-winning music video, First Date. This original song achieved recognition as a finalist in the Queensland Music Awards. She's amazing. <laughs> Great voice. So I'm excited to have you. So welcome to the Thank to the you. show, Abby. How are you doing?
1: Thank you for having me. I I'm good. How are you? <laughs> um,
0: great. Uh, but yeah, how are things over there in uh in your area? How's the weather? How's everything? Um,
1: it's cold, actually. It's uh-huh. usually like really, really hot, but I'm wearing like jumper and sweats because it's so cold at the moment. But we're like going into winter, so
0: yeah. so how cold it's is cold chilly. over there
1: cold is like 20 degrees it's what's that do you do you say Fahrenheit or <laughs> what are yeah, you how do I you,
0: you gonna, measure I thought you were going to do the calculations already um,
1: oh sorry we, uh, um, let
0: me yeah so we'll
1: Celsius to Fahrenheit we'll check
0: on, we'll check on that later <laughs> people in the back will be checking what <laughs> um, oh I forgot to mention this you have a debut coming out <laughs> Yeah. So, so before we talk about that, how did Mm -hmm. you get started into the whole music world? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how did that all start out?
1: Um. Well, I'm born and raised in Scotland. That's what why the accent isn't Australian. Um. (laughs) So I like grew up around music and dance and all the arts because that's just the culture over there. So it was always like something that I did. But a couple years ago. I came out with my first single, Heebie Jeebies, mm-hmm. and it was it. We just put it out on a whim, like we weren't expecting much, because I just wrote and recorded it in Garage Band, and so mm-hmm. it wasn't very much in our eyes. But it ended up doing like really, really well, and so that's kind of what got me started. And so I've been like in the music world for like three years now.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind so of- Heebie Jeebies. So mm-hmm. what? prompted you towards posting that song
1: it well it was just like a fun little thing that i did like i i had pretty bad stage fright when it came to singing Mm because i was mainly a dancer when i was younger but um music and singing was something that i was really really passionate about a lot more than i was for dance um and i had just like written heebie jeebies and recorded like a like the lead vocal and I like gathered up the confidence and I showed my parents and they loved it and they were so happy that I was like showing them it because I usually didn't sing in front of them and I didn't like them hearing anything that had to do with me singing. So they were just really excited about it and um they wanted me to keep like working on it. And so I like had written all the harmonies and just made it sound like a cloud of harmonies and melodies. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it, we just put it out for fun. It wasn't even like we really were not expecting anything from it. Mm-hmm. We just put it out so for, like, family to hear it and stuff. And, yeah, that was kind of it. And I just called it heebie-jeebies because I thought it was a funny word and I just wanted to have it in the song somewhere. Uh-huh. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is a funny name. Mm. So, in relation to dancing, were you doing yeah. both at the same time?
1: Well, yeah, I did Highland dancing, which is like the Scottish version of ballet. It's like it's weird. It's like we wear the kilts and everything, and they like play the bagpipes and we <laughs> dance to it. Um, and so, like, I grew okay, up pause real doing,
0: quick. Um... So back. Okay. So, what does that look like? <laughs> What, kind of, uh,
1: uh, what is what look like a kilt
0: a no backpack? the the highland dancing
1: um it's like have you ever seen like irish oh, you're dancing gonna demonstrate where it's they tap the? no way <laughs> <laughs> you know like irish dancing where they like to do the, like foot tapping
0: uh-huh.
1: like the it's yeah. like that but less of the foot tapping and more just jumping up and down on my toes and pointing my feet and like, there's this one dance where we dance over swords. Like, we lay them out on the ground, and we have to dance through them and around them. And it's, like, crazy. It's really weird. Um, so, like, but, yeah.
0: Are things, like, special shoes you wear? is it, like, barefoot? Or um, what do you...
1: We wear pumps, which are kind of, like, jazz shoes. They're just really, like, snug, tight-fitted shoes with, like, you lace up at the top.
0: Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: You should look is it that- up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So then, so you did that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you yeah, said, um, I'm tired of dancing over swords. Yeah, I, I can't dangerous. do this
1: anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's too dangerous for me." But yeah, it wasn't really until we moved to Australia. I was 11 when we moved, and I had the like choice of whether I wanted to keep doing Highland dancing, but I chose not to because I was sick of dancing over swords. And (laughs) so, so yeah, I gave up the Highland dancing, but I took up like hip hop and jazz and everything, which I found a lot more fun. I loved hip hop so, so much. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'd also like join the school choir because I thought that would be fun. And I seeing all the music courses and everything it just made me want to go further with music and that's kind of how it started
0: and is your family musical
1: not really at all <laughs> my parents my parents are like my mom was a marine biologist and my yeah my mom and dad like did diving and they're very scientific and they don't really have any artsy stuff going for them <laughs> but me and my sister we did Um, yeah all the dancing and everything so yeah we don't really know where the art part of me came from but (laughs) it was just always there
0: (laughs) okay so that's really cool so then you mentioned you did the garage band thing when you thought about the song Mm -hmm. what was your I guess inspiration or things like that like had you taken any writing classes prior to that or was it just like you just wrote
1: no I just kind of wrote. I was just bored and I don't know why heebie-jeebies was like a word I wanted to write about, but I was just bored and I wanted to try it out because like, even when I was really little, I like wrote little songs and stuff. Like when I was like seven, I wrote a song about a swan that I saw in like the lake down the, I don't even know what it was, but it was weird. And so... Yeah, I just started writing Do you still about. have that song? I do not. I no, remember I, it, but Yeah, it, what did it sound I, like? I it was I don't even want to it was so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. So we don't talk about that anymore.
0: Oh god, <laughs> okay.
1: But yeah, Huey do. it kind of just came out of nowhere and it was just it was just a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't really draw inspiration from anywhere. It kind of just came, like I said, out of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you mentioned you've been doing it for about three years, just like learning mm-hmm. just different things and aspects of it. Yes. What has been, you know, you're the youngest person we've had on the show. Oh, and so it's mm-hmm. it's cool to see where things could go. Mm-hmm. But what has been the biggest challenge that you've had starting out?
1: Um <sighs> it's hard like trying to balance school and my my little job that I have because if I don't work then I won't have any money (laughs) and like music it's all it can get hard to balance and it can be like really frustrating when I feel like I have no social life because I don't have time to hang out with friends or like just take time for myself to like read or watch the office or something but I've had a pretty rough time in school, like just with my peers. I struggle quite a lot with like nerves and anxiety when it comes to like putting myself out there because I'm just really hypercritical of myself and I'm always like worried about what people are thinking of me and I just assume that it's negative. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, like I'm trying to heal and teach myself that not everyone is wired to hate me (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah I think that's probably the biggest challenge and I just can't wait to get out of school and not feel so anxious and worried all the time about what they're specifically saying about me and doing yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah what what has been people's reactions to your music like have people said anything or
1: I, um, I, yeah, people my age in my school, they're not very supportive of it. And I don't have a very, yeah, I don't have a great time with it. I, my biggest supporters are my parents mm-hmm. and, like, family and people that don't know me, like, random people in, like, Indonesia and stuff that follow my socials and comment nice things they're like my biggest supporters but people my age I found that they don't really like seeing me doing well or you know working and succeeding in what I am passionate about which is a shame but it's just something that I think a lot of people that you know deal with like people trying to tear you down if you're doing well that's
0: just how it is sadly yeah yeah I mean the, the thing that's really cool is that you have your parents to support mm-hmm. you because um, yeah. a lot of people don't seem to have that even though you would think yeah. it's like a normal thing but really interesting mm-hmm. how you know the people closest to you um, or like friends and things like that at first they kind of doubt you and, mm-hmm. and it's the outsiders kind of like you're saying that they're like your biggest fans and <laughs> yeah they, Yeah, it's just, I don't know what it is. It must be, you know, some kind of like psychological thing. But no, that's interesting. So do you all have like talent shows at your school or things like that? Um,
1: No, we haven't. We don't have talent shows or we don't put on musicals or anything, which I'm so sad about. I've been protesting for years (laughs) at my school that we have a musical because musical theater is the love of my life. But yeah, no, they just... They don't do it because we don't have enough like kids especially males that would Mm -hmm. want to do something like that which is Mm -hmm. really sad but yeah we don't really have anything like that we have like a music excellence course which I do and we have like a showcase at the end of the year where we Mm -hmm. kind of the dance excellence music excellence and drama excellence we all get together and we put on a big show for the parents and anyone else who wants to watch but that's about it that's all my school really does
0: (laughs) and then I guess what are some things that have been exciting that have happened in the past Mm. three years
1: Well, like a lot of exciting stuff has happened just even being able to put out music is so so exciting and like seeing the numbers on Spotify and everything and like seeing that people actually like me and like my music is very refreshing and different to how it is in like Mm -hmm. my daily life at school and stuff and it's I I have really exciting stuff coming up like we said I have my EP that's going to be coming out at the end of the year Um, and so I'm working with a band at the moment to like write the music and everything and it's funny because they're actually like a metal band So I'm trying to like popify them a little bit (laughs) and we're like working together and we're coming up with this like indie pop sound. Mm -hmm. But one of the songs on the EP is actually very rocky. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I'm very, very excited for it to come out. And Mm. like I have last year, I had First Date come out and we made the coolest music video for it, which I love so, so, so much. And yeah, it's just really exciting in general that I'm getting all of these amazing opportunities. And I'm just so grateful that I have my parents backing me up and the people I do helping me get where I want to get.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And what has been um, the actual, you know, the whole production process? Mm-hmm. How's that been for you? Mm-hmm. Like, has it been... Similar to what you did on your own, I mean, of course, a little different yeah. with more people, but um, yeah, can you walk us through that?
1: Well, yeah, I started off just on my own, and I would like search and find um beat makers online that I could work with to like produce the music behind my tracks because I'm not very good at making my own music. I'm more on the vocal side of things, and I write yeah. all of that, but yeah, it's been strange working with actual people like in front of me because I I'm pretty like anti-social and I don't like sharing things with people like Mm -hmm. not like like vulnerable things like my music. It's strange working with people but it's like a learning experience and I'm I'm really happy with the people I am working with at the moment because they're very Like they want to, they want me to be happy with what's going on and they're not trying to take over or make it about them. And it's strange, but it's something I'm just, I'm going to have to get used to sharing my stuff with people and working with people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting feeling. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, you have that feeling of vulnerability with outsiders. But then these people that you're closer with because you're constantly being there every day and just opening mm-hmm. up about different songs that you know might be personal. All these things. Yeah. That's a uh, yeah. It must be an interesting it's feeling.
1: Scary sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what are some things that you wish you had known three years ago before you got started that you've mm-hmm. learned recently?
1: Well, I'm still trying to learn to just not care what people think. Mm and do what I want to do because it can be really hard like with all these people watching and they're not always going to be positive about the things you're doing like I've kind of had to teach myself that like I can't please everyone and not everyone is going to like what I do all the time but I've just got to focus on like the positives and the people that do like it and that are supportive. Otherwise I just spiral down because I will just be thinking all the time about, Mm -hmm. oh, they don't like me. They don't like my music. Oh, I'm the worst. Like, I just need to keep learning to not care and just keep doing what I'm doing because there are people that do like it and that want more. And so that's kind of how I'm still going. I'm just working for the people that, are excited to, like, see where I'm going and are are excited to hear more music and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's um, a big struggle for a lot of people also. You know, it's an interesting Mm -hmm. point that you hit. One of our guests mentioned how everyone has a place in the industry, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, it's too late for me. I'm too old or it's too Mm -hmm. I'm too young for this or I'm this or I'm that. But if you see it as like, you know, like a big puzzle and you need every mm-hmm. single piece and, you know, you have something to offer that I might not be able to offer or someone else might not be able to, Yeah. but your piece is not going to be filled by anyone else because it's like made mm-hmm. specially, like specifically yeah. for you. But I feel like the thing that keeps people back is, you know, kind of like you're saying, like just being vulnerable, but also feeling like people are going to judge you and, you know, there are a lot of puzzles out there that might never get completed because, you know, mm-hmm. people eventually die and, you know, yeah. they were too afraid to actually be that last puzzle yeah, piece. Find that piece. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really good that you're acknowledging that early because especially, I mean, it's not even just like the young people, it's kind of carries you through year after year. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I've met people, you know, in like their forties that, have been wanting to do music since they were really little, but all these yeah. outside forces would just uh, stop them from doing that. So it's good yeah, that you're realizing so that listening. now at, yeah, yeah. at such a young age. Um, and do yeah. you have, what are, I guess your, I don't know if you've thought about this, um, but what are your like 12 to 24 months? What does that look like for you? What plans do you have? Um, what do you see
1: well, happening? I at the moment I'm just trying to keep like creating and writing and putting myself out there. But can you hear that? It's my dog howling. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> <I get> <laughs> um so yeah, 12 to 24 months. I just I want to get this EP out I want to finish writing the music just so everyone can hear it because I'm I'm so 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 excited for the songs on it um and after that I'm hoping to kind of perform them like I might be playing at the Big Sound Music Festival in Brisbane which is really exciting yeah
0: that's big um
1: and yeah I just I want to perform as much as I can and just get myself out there and just do what I love and just live You know, just be Mm -hmm. happy.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned earlier you're about to start your second term.
1: My third term in school, Your third
0: term, okay. And then after that, you're done, done skis.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's four terms in one year. So because I'm in my last year, we have, like, three terms of assessment, and then the last term is just block exams, and then we have mock-up day, and then we graduate. So... Yeah, I am so, so, so close. And I just cannot wait. Like I said earlier, it's my prom in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I have my dress and everything. And I'm just so ready to get out of there.
0: Are you going to make a request for a first date to be played at the prom? (laughs) To
1: be played. (laughs) Um, I don't know about that. I don't think (laughs) the people in my, my grade would be very happy about it. They'd probably boo me, to be honest.
0: What would be but, really fun would be if they requested it without you knowing. And then it's just that, mm. like, what? What? This is so, me. This is
1: my song. Yeah, like, what? <laughs>
0: how how often do you listen to your own songs?
1: Not very often because you get a bit sick of them when you, like, the whole period of recording and writing. Can take a while. I know First Date took me about two years to finish writing and recording and producing. And after two years of like constantly listening to line by line over and over, trying to record it all, it can just get really, really, really irritating. I ended up hating First Date for a while. (laughs) Um, So, no, I don't listen to it very often. but when i do it's usually just to watch the music video again because i mm-hmm. love the first date music video
0: speaking about first date mm-hmm. what was the song so i know what it's about cuz i mm-hmm. mentioned you know i mentioned to you that's been stuck in my head is it about something that happened or is it just like
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it yeah i had a an experience with this Boy and this other girl. And um I was really hurt and upset by it. And I just I was sick of writing sad songs, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of make fun of the situation and kind mm-hmm. of just write a really sarcastic, like sassy song about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's kind of how it came about. And it's just really funny, like it's about how, I hope that, like, this new girl is, like, better than I was and that she doesn't write mean songs about you like I did and, like, all <laughs> of this, like, yeah, it's got some funny lyrics in it and, yeah, it's just very sarcastic and fun to dance to and, like, I wanted anyone that's, like, going through that same situation to have something to listen to that won't make them cry and that'll just make them feel good about themselves and just not care his life is too short to care about silly boys and girls silly boys
0: boys. (laughs) it is it is a funny song because it's like yeah like sarcastic Mm -hmm. and like
1: yeah
0: yeah it's just i don't know i i like it Mm
1: -hmm. thank
0: you so i also wanted to ask Mm -hmm. with you know like everything that's been you know pandemic and all these things going on Mm -hmm. Has that put anything like any roadblocks on your performance or anything like that?
1: Yeah, it did for a while. I wasn't able to get out and really do any gigs or anything for a few months because of like COVID restrictions. But here in Cairns I've we've had it really easy when you compare it to like people like you. Like you've had it really a lot harder than I have. But it actually this might be a bit controversial, but I kind of really appreciated the break from school that COVID gave me because I was getting to a very, very bad point in school. I just, I wanted to drop out. I couldn't deal with the people in it. So having that break from it, having to do it online and not having to actually see anyone every day, it gave me a lot of time to myself and time to Work on my music, and so I got a lot done in that like two month period where I didn't have to go to school. Um, yeah, but the only thing negative about it for me was that I couldn't get out and perform. But I mean, that it's a very minor issue when you compare it to some of the things that others have gone through with COVID.
0: Yeah, it's been. I mean, just from hearing, you know, people have different stories. Of course, like of. If- mm things that happened uh, because of it um and also I wanted to touch back um about the whole process of you know you're producing your songs and the EP mm-hmm. and all these things what have you enjoyed the most out of that process
1: um just creating and like writing and knowing that it's gonna be going out for people to hear and like because every song that I write it's usually inspired by something that has happened to me or something that is like hit home yeah my favorite part about it is just the writing and making it sound the way I want and like you know like this EP working with people it's kind of taking all the songs in a different direction to what I thought they would be but it has ended up being better than what I imagined and it's just really fun the whole process. Like, even though it's a lot of work, that feeling that you get at the end of it when you have the like finished product and you're like, Wow, this is my song. Yeah. It's just the best and it's like magic. It's like me. Yeah. yeah.
0: For the songwriting process, like how does that work for you? Do you write mm-hmm. the songs and kind of like poems mm-hmm. and then I come up with a melody later? How how do you do it?
1: I kind of do it, I do it at the same time, like I usually write to music, but sometimes I'll just, like, have an idea in my head of, like, some kind of melody or a lyric or something, and I'll just work on it from there. But my preferred method is writing to music because it kind of gives me a guideline of where I can go with it. And, like, yeah, that's pretty much it. I write to music, and I just try to – I like to tell – Stories in my lyrics. Like, I like them to have meaning, even if it is just like a dance track, like First Day. I kind of want the song to have a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Silly Boys. Yeah.
0: Well, I I actually want to ask you about this too. I know Mm -hmm. sometimes people have music and they have, you know, they'll just hum something or something will come, a word will come Mm -hmm. out, or they'll just think, hey, I'm going to write a sad song today or happy song. Or Mm -hmm. some people, you know, might have a structure like, you know, like, this is what the pattern is going to be that we're going to use for this song. Um, yeah. Do you have something like that? Or how do you come up with what kind of songs you're going to write about?
1: Well, I kind of, my, like, inspiration kind of comes in waves. Like, some days I'll be able to write, like, three songs in an hour because I'll just be in that mindset and, like, just want to write something to, like, get it out or just have mm-hmm. it on paper. And then some days I just can't do anything because I'm just worn down and I don't have any, anything in my mind, but I usually just write from the start. Like I'll start with the first verse and then go into the chorus and then the second verse. Like I kind of work chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, heebie-jeebies though. I started with chorus cause I knew that I wanted the word heebie-jeebies in it. So I just, came up with that little hook of you still gimme heebie jeebies and kind of worked around that. And yeah. Kind of depends on the song and the feel of the song.
0: it's interesting. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh so I guess moving forward throughout the years, how would you define success?
1: Oof. Um I think like in the end, I think success is just being happy and proud of what I've done and what I've accomplished. Like, I don't want to be old and look back and be like, ugh, why didn't I do that? Why did I do that? Ew. You know, like, I just want to be able to look back and be like, wow, I did so much. And I'm so, so happy with all that I did. And I think just having people listen to my music and relate and have something... You know, for them, like, find something within that that kind of, like, provokes some kind of emotion. I think that's the goal with my music. I just want to make people feel and kind of, like, give them the little gift of song, I guess. That would be success for me.
0: That's pretty good definition of success, like <laughs> making an impact in someone else's life. And yeah. that thing that's been cool about just talking to different people it's when they get messages from fans they're like hey like this song really changed my life and Mm -hmm. i was going through this and i listened to your song and it helped me through it and Mm. it's just really cool because you might have never gotten to actually talk to those people but just yeah you you know going back to what we were talking about you have that gift and then someone else is getting to benefit from that um so that's a Great definition. It's
1: the most amazing feeling, like, when people, like, random people you don't know message you and tell you how, like, your music has helped them. Like, I remember really, really early on when I first started music and I was posting covers on YouTube, I made a cover of Lovely by Billie Eilish and Khalid, and I had someone comment this, like, really big paragraph about how they struggle with Um, mental health issues and how when they listened to this cover it like made them feel safe and like out of that mindset and I was like I was like 14 15 and it just hit me so so hard and I like will always remember that yeah it's just the best feeling when you get comments like that and it's like proof that you are helping people and people are hearing you and they you know
0: yeah no, that's really great. So with songwriting, mm-hmm. what is something, so I know you love it, you're a really good songwriter. <laughs> what is something that you dislike about either the songwriting process or the whole EP mm-hmm. or like, you know, what are certain things that you know that you're like, eh, not my favorite thing?
1: Yeah, I think just the constant working and like <laughs> having to listen and sing the song over and over and over and over and over again because it kind of can lose its lose its magic in a way. Mm. But then it always comes back in the end when you hear it for the first time when it's finally finished. Mm. Like I know when I write songs as I'm writing them I'm so excited because I like love them and I'm like, ah, I'm writing a song.
0: Yeah.
1: But then when it comes to actually having to record the vocals and because I'm such a perfectionist and I need every line to be perfect and how I want it to be. It just gets really tiring and frustrating having mm. to record lines over and over again. <laughs> so that the actual work side is probably the side that I don't like very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's the most amount of times you've had to record a line or a verse?
1: Oh, um, first date was I would have recorded some of those lines like 50 times because I just, I think I said earlier, it took me about two years to complete that song like because I had started it and I hadn't finished it because I just couldn't do it anymore. It was just bugging me and I left mm-hmm. it for a few months and then I would eventually had to go back to it and finish it because... My parents were like, "You can't stop now." <laughs> so, um, yeah, that song in particular, first date, probably took me the longest out of all my songs, and I just remember being in my garage recording the same lines over and over. It, I can't even think about it; it makes me angry just thinking about it. So, I know, yeah, your hair's first like date, standing up, it's like it rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Man. Yeah, I can't imagine going through 50 lines or 50, That's one line, like 50 horrible. times. That'd be, yeah, sheesh. Um, <laughs> sheesh. Those are, yeah, so those are really cool things that you're doing. Um, so I'm excited yeah. to hear the EP. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few. So we have a little thing called, the, I still haven't come up with a name yet. It's like a of <laughs> l- lightning round question type of thing um uh, so okay. i'm just gonna ask you a question and then you just bam bam just
1: this is scary <laughs> wait let me okay this is scary all right i'm on the spot okay
0: <clears throat> all right need you focus right, okay. just kidding they're not really too crazy oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> what you... it's not like biology was... questions or chemistry or anything like that
1: okay good because yeah it's horrible at biology i failed
0: yeah um Um, also okay Rand, going back to the scotland thing oh okay (laughs) when they said i guess before you danced on top of swords you had probably seen someone else dance on top of swords right
1: Mm, um well not really because i started dancing when i was like two or three so i had no idea what i was doing like i didn't know what was going on
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what was your first like what were your first thoughts when they were like hey we're gonna dance on top of swords today
1: um well you also said you're wearing
0: like a dress right
1: yeah like a big heavy kilt so i just i never really thought of it as anything odd because i started when i was so so young Mm -hmm. like it was just a normal thing like it was just dancing. Mm-hmm. Like that's I didn't think anything of it. Um, but looking back
0: just go to dance and, like, parties expecting went... swords to be on the ground. <laughs> like, where are the, all the swords? <laughs> yeah. Where are all the
1: swords? Yeah, when I got here, yeah. I was doing hip hop. I was like, hello, <laughs> the swords, are we gonna bring them out what?" But no, it I never really thought anything of it, but looking back, it was a lot like how like because the kills, I was really little. I was a tiny little girl and I had this big heavy like dress on. Like, I was a lot, but it was what I was used to and what I did. So it was just dance.
0: Yeah. That mm-hmm. I have to, yeah, I'll probably like YouTube it later or something. Like, you should. Yeah, look up the
1: Highland Sword Dance. You'll see Highland what sword I mean?
0: Dance. Okay. All right. Going back to the questions now. Okay. 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 The ready? Questions. Here we go. Capital
1: of Scotland is. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is it?
1: Uh, Edinburgh? Is it? Wait, I'll need to look it up. I don't know. I think it's Edinburgh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I haven't been there for like five years. Give me a line. <laughs> all right, we'll,
0: we'll let that one pass. Okay. Um, okay. What was your first car? Do you have a car?
1: Uh, yeah, me and mom share a little Suzuki Swift.
0: Suzuki Swift.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I don't think... I don't think we it's have called, those. We here. call
1: it really.
0: Yeah, was that two door, little tiny thing?
1: It's no, it's like a, it's like a hatchback. It's like four doors. It's yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised you don't have it. Such we called smart. it Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Harry Potter fanatic.
0: Yeah. So you <laughs> have you read the books and watched the films <clears> and yeah. gotten the tattoos?
1: I. I want to get the tattoos. I'm a year (laughs) off getting the tattoos. I literally have all the books right here. What's this one? Order of the Phoenix. If Uh you want to read it, I got it. I'll send
0: it it over here.
1: Yeah, too (laughs) easy. No, I have all the books right there above my bed. If I'm going through something, I'll be reading Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to the Harry Potter world? Do they have that over there? Or is it just
1: in the US? Yeah, we don't have it here. It's just in the U.S. So oh. I will be going one day when I'm over there. You I should will. go. Mm-hmm.
0: I've been. I had no idea what was going on. So side note. <laughs> um, in high school. Okay, this is. All right, I'll just tell you the story. So in high school, I dated this girl. Uh-huh. Super into Harry Potter. We went okay. to see Harry she, Potter. She, she... Cause mm-hmm. The first one came out. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll go. Cause I had no idea what it was. So I was like, okay, I'll just go. I fell asleep 10 minutes into, I think maybe 10 or 20 minutes into the movie. Woke up towards the end. Something loud must have happened. And I yeah. was like, what? What's going on? So that happened in high school, college, wow. university. I um date this girl also into Harry Potter. It's like okay, and so I think I think probably another movie was coming out. I was like, um, I fell asleep during the last one. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I'll go. I'll sure I'll go.
1: Huh?
0: Fell asleep again.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> and it's a deal. Uh-huh. Woke up again at this fight scene. I remember it was like that bald looking dude um that always uh, wants to fight. Probably Harry Voldemort. Yep. Yeah. Some loud <laughs> fight scene woke me up again. So that was the second time.
1: My goodness. And then, How can you uh, fall asleep during?
0: So my wife is a big Harry Potter fan. Uh So so she's read all the books. She likes reading Uh and all this stuff. So she was like, okay, what if I read you the books? Maybe they'll be more interesting. Uh And so she was like making, it was cute. Like she would make (laughs) the voices and all this stuff. I was like, okay, that's actually interesting. But then I would fall asleep like even just like listening to it and then we tried watching the what's the last one that wasn't really part yeah, of the
1: hellos
0: no it was like after the harry potter then they added another movie
1: oh an um one. there's something what's this i don't even know what that's called it was the yeah something some, was it fantastic Beasts or something
0: something like that something yeah. of the so of yeah. course we tried watching that one
1: and you
0: fell asleep, and I was like, "Listen, I'm probably gonna fall asleep, so I'm just gonna go to sleep." <laughs> while you, I think she was with her sister, so they ended up watching. And I was like, "I, I can't." And yeah, I don't know why I just can't stay awake mm. during those movies. That's not, crazy. Uh, my, uh, my cup of tea. So
1: hmm. well, your homework is you gotta try and just like. Eat like hot Cheetos or something. Keep yourself awake.
0: Something Don't like hot in. Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Back to the questions. Yeah, okay. sorry. First car, is Suzuki Swift or uh-huh. her- Hermione. Yeah,
1: Hermione.
0: Okay. So you still have that car?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Nice. Okay. What was an instrument you wish you could play?
1: An instrument I wish I could play is the harp. You know
0: the, the harp. harp. Mhm. Nice.
1: It's so It's so pretty.
0: One of my friends, she got her doctorate in harp. She's mm-hmm. like super good. I'm like,
1: wow. It sounds
0: like yeah, she's really good at it. So harp. Okay. You, you playing instruments right now? It. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is really peaceful <laughs> to listen to. It.
1: Um, I sort of play guitar and I play ukulele.
0: Wait, what was the last one?
1: <laughs> ukulele a yeah, little mini, mini, yeah. The little thinking. mini guitar, yeah.
0: <laughs> what kind of songs do you play on it?
1: I just play like basic chords to songs that I want to sing, so I can just say <laughs> And I have a song on the EP that I wrote with my ukulele, so Ooh. it's. I'm you have excited a name for, it? for to hear that one. It's called "I Forgot About Me." No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shit, that's no. What's your ukulele's name?
1: oh my, ukulele's. Yeah, like, my That's ukulele <laughs> yeah that is my ukulele's name <laughs> um i don't have a name for my ukulele uh-huh. you can name it
0: yeah kooky
1: <laughs> do you hear my dog that time
0: yeah that was a loud one yep <laughs> what's your dog's name lichen lichen
1: yeah it means um werewolf or something i don't know mm-hmm. my parents it's he's so, he's a husky now I met me it's like oh
0: yeah you showed me a picture
1: mm-hmm. he's like dumb. howling at my door right now he wants to come in <laughs> <laughs> he's too loud so he yeah, has to stay out
0: We don't have the kind of uh, audio system here <laughs> um okay what is the superpower you wish you had
1: <sighs> okay this is gonna sound weird but I wish I could control the odds of a situation like, for example, uh-huh. there I there is a one hundred percent chance that I can fly. Boom! I can fly. There is a zero percent chance that I am going to die. Boom! I'm immortal. See, mm. smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if, okay, um, <laughs> so you kind of decide pretty oh. much what superpower you want to have yes. so your superpower is the ability to have whatever the
1: control outcomes because then I could even be like I am going to get an A on this test 100% Bam, and I will like I'll just control everything and everyone
0: uh, interesting so we're all just like little puppets mm-hmm.
1: yep <laughs> in the happy world <laughs> yeah but how good would it be though like you never have to worry about anything ever.
0: Yeah, for you would be great. Yeah, it for everyone great else, for all of us would be like, "Watch out for Abby."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's i I've never heard that, but that's a pretty good one. Especially if you're like, yeah. "I want to win a Grammy," or mm-hmm. "I want to." There's a one hundred percent chance. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a one hundred percent chance that this interview is going to go smoothly.
0: <laughs> exactly and we'll see still okay um okay if you could have a song play every time you enter a room what would it be
1: um the office theme song you know (laughs) that that i've never heard (laughs) it just sets the vibe (laughs) i've never
0: heard it be played as a cat that sounded (laughs) like super meowy yeah nice and that's exactly
1: Uh, how i'd want it to sound saying that cats
0: (laughs) i don't know what version y'all have over there of the office but sounds the
1: office cats edition
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and what is uh, a secret talent that you have
1: um i can make my tongue into like a w like they can't see it but like
0: what
1: mm-hmm. and That's i can like, like a... turn it 180 and like <laughs> my, my tongue my party tricks yeah
0: wait do the 180 thing what
1: <laughs> yeah i i remember when can you I was make in the w school, do
0: like I... a wave
1: no <laughs> no. <laughs> no but yeah when i was in primary school i just i don't know what it was but i would like hold my tongue in that position, so that uh-huh. I could train it to like go to the side. Uh-huh. It, I was a weird kid,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you watching this later on, just you yeah. can train it.
1: You can. To do that. Just hold it until it's just like, it's it a cramp. For how long?
0: Just like every day for like <laughs> until five minutes.
1: It, yeah. Just until it hurts. And then you'll eventually <laughs> like. <laughs> anyway it's enough about my tongue
0: You should make this into a course or something
1: Mm -hmm. how to control your tongue yeah sounds weird (laughs) um
0: okay what is the the best piece of advice you've ever received
1: um it's gonna sound like cheesy but just like believe in yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it's true like i've found that you like can just speak things into existence and that If you believe, then nothing is stopping you. Like, the only thing stopping you is yourself. If you're telling yourself constantly that you can't do something or you don't believe in yourself, then fair enough. The universe will believe that too. But if you're confident and you know what you want and you know that you deserve it, then the universe will kind of drop it into your lap. Mm -hmm. Just
0: believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. That's a good one. Um mm-hmm. I saw today um it was funny. I hung out with a friend last night mm-hmm. and went to his house for a little bit and saw I haven't seen him in like two years because of the pandemic and all mm-hmm. that, and so I had forgotten that he rode motorcycles, and so I went into <laughs> his house and he had them he had two of them just like in his in one of the rooms yeah. and I I told him, I'm like, I haven't seen many people ride bikes lately. And today I was driving around. I saw maybe like five motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was interesting because then later on today, on I don't know if it was Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. I saw how someone posted something about, you know, if you're thinking about white cars, you're going to see them Mm -hmm. more. If you're missing someone that had, you know, a red car or did something mm-hmm. like you're gonna be able to see it a lot more often and it yeah. was pretty much talking about like if you keep thinking about negative things or about mm-hmm. positive things like you're gonna see them a lot more often yeah. and it's and I feel like it's exactly. not yeah I mean there's you want to keep going believing in yourself and you know mm-hmm. eventually you'll get there and I feel yeah. like one of the things that helps you do that is just like just thinking of those things Often, because you know, we've probably mm-hmm. all met those people that always negative, like there's always something negative mm-hmm. about a situation. And yeah, but it's because they have that mindset. And so they're always going to find yeah. that. And so, kind of like, you know, you, if you think white cars or you miss someone, or you're going to see those same things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about it like that. You know,
1: just yeah. like thinking
0: of great things are going to happen. So,
1: exactly,
0: um, you know, visualizing all these things. Yeah. Um but that's, yeah, that's that's a good piece of advice. Um, what about the worst piece of advice you've ever received?
1: Um, well, I, when I first started high school, I did music, like the subject music, but it was very, like, theory-based. And I'm not the greatest at theory when it comes to music because I'm a singer. I don't usually read music and all of that, and so I got to grade nine, I think, in music, and then my teacher at the time told me that I should just give up the subject because I wasn't going to pass because I was bad at theory and to not do music um, in my senior years, and I listened to that person and I didn't do music, and I've kind of found that if I had just done it, I probably would have been a little bit better off because I would have understood the theory side of things more. Like I feel silly sometimes when I'm talking to musos and stuff because I don't understand what they're saying half the time.
0: Mm -hmm. Like they'll
1: be talking about chord progressions and keys and like tuning of guitars and stuff. And I have no idea what they're talking about. So I just Mm -hmm. smile and wave. But (laughs) yeah, if I would have just like, believed in myself uh-huh. and not listened to this negative person telling me I wasn't good enough I probably would have been a lot better off so yeah yeah don't listen to the negative Nazis
0: yeah that's, <laughs> and it's crazy how it just makes me angry at those people because it's mm-hmm. like you're pretty much yeah. shutting down someone you know if if you weren't so strong-willed and had you know supportive parents and things like that like it could really keep someone from yeah you know filling out their potential or yeah that last piece of the puzzle that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. um and especially Mm -hmm. like coming from a teacher like
1: yeah teachers have a lot of influence yeah and like a lot of power
0: mm -hmm. yeah so it's i've had some bad teachers in the past but i've Mm -hmm. also most of them have been really great Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm glad you overcame that but yeah, yeah theory it could, it is theory is
1: it's a lot
0: it's crazy yeah and it's, it's um, not very fun <laughs> i <laughs> so since i um so i grew up playing drums but then i mm-hmm. took up trumpet and <laughs> they i had i was in jazz band in high yeah. school my first year and so for jazz band i remember the professor he's just point to people and be like all right eddie go or whoever
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you just had to like solo for like four eight bars or something Um... and i remember just being like (laughs) like everyone else sounds so good because they like learned all their scales and Mm -hmm. i was you know out playing sports and things like that so i didn't really practice that much yeah but i was like man i don't know what i remember just like Sticking to those like keys that sounded thankfully like I have a good ear. So yeah, I like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like, all right, one octave lower. Okay. But I, uh, about maybe like two years ago, I started learning how to play piano just on my own, just like YouTube channels and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And theory makes so much more sense with a piano than it does with a yeah. trumpet.
1: trumpet. And,
0: um, I don't know where I saw it. They were talking about, um, I think it might have been like Ryan Tedder from One Republic. He was saying most of the people that he knows that have had hits don't play an instrument and don't really understand music. Like the Beatles, none of them really knew how to read music and things Mm -hmm. like that. But I feel like the first thing is to actually have a good ear. And then Mm -hmm. the theory is more of like an explanation of why certain things sound good. But, you know, there's that other side where it also makes it easy for people to yeah. communicate because you're like
1: yeah, when you're working in the same with language.
0: musicians yeah mm-hmm. so I completely feel there. what are some things you're excited about being able to perform again and doing all those mm. fun things?
1: I did a little gig with my friend that plays guitar for this like charity gig, um, mm-hmm. and it was so fun, and I sang heebie jBs because we made like a little r and d like version of it with the guitar and it was so fun and mm-hmm. i'm I'm excited to sing my own songs because up until now all my performances have always been covers so if i do get to go play it big sound i will at least be singing the single of the ep as well as my own older songs like heebie jeebies and first date mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm most excited to just perform my own music and get my own sound out there instead of like rehashing other people's Mm -hmm. songs
0: this will be your first festival
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I've never done a festival so I'm hoping that I get the spot um but I will be singing there anyways in like a little tent even if I don't get one of the Mm -hmm. like stages but yeah either or I'm excited to just sing for people even if there's only like two people watching me yeah. I'm just excited to just be there. Just mom and dad. Just mom and dad. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> no, that's funny. So, what are you excited about? I guess the festival life, like getting to see other artists. Mm,
1: just, like, just the whole vibe of a music festival mm-hmm. is so fun because I've gone and watched performance before. Like, it we have grasses Greener here. And mm-hmm. I went down to Townsville for Groove on the Moon to see um, Billie Eilish and mm-hmm. I saw Tiger and like a bunch of cool artists and yeah like just the whole atmosphere and the vibe of a music festival singing at it would be so fun and Mm -hmm. so cool and just seeing everyone vibe and having fun I think it would be the best feeling ever especially when it's to my own music like Mm -hmm.
0: wow that would be a great feeling Mm -hmm. and I guess last thing or one of the last things what would be like something you would want to either say to your younger self or people who are just starting out, people who are young and looking mm. to do the music I, thing.
1: I think I'd just tell them it's pretty cutthroat and like you're going to be told no a lot. Um and like it doesn't matter how good you are, it's all about who you know. So like my best piece of advice would be to just network with people that are in the industry that you want to go into and just don't quit don't stop because like it's hard like it's really hard but that's why like only the most determined people make it especially Mm -hmm. in the music industry because you just gotta you gotta keep pushing through Mm. yeah
0: that's yeah no that's great the thing that's also interesting, you know, kind of like earlier you defined success as Mm -hmm. impacting people. And that's, what's been fun about just the different interviews. Like everyone has their own kind of thing that they do. Like some of them, you know, have songs on the radio. Some of them work behind the scenes. Some of them, you know, make pretty good money, but it's not like Mm -hmm. they're, you know, Beyonce or (laughs) annihilation, things like that. And that's one thing that kind of wish more people knew about because I feel like that's that holds people back. Um, because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, I'm gonna be like a starving artist until mm-hmm. one day, you know, I'm gonna keep going and then I'm gonna make it to be a big time, you know, Grammy winning yeah. person. But there's a lot of people actually making good money, like in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, like producing songs or like sound engineering or yeah. playing music and. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, like just get started, keep going. And then eventually you'll find where you fit in in that puzzle Yeah, because, you know, their success might be different. So it's really cool that, you know, all the things that you're seeing and people get to see what you're doing. I'm pretty excited about listening to the EP. So (laughs) do you have like a date when that's coming out?
1: Not at the moment, but I am going to Sydney to record July 5th and 6th. So. I think the single after the EP will probably come out August-ish mm. around that time, so that's pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and then Big Sound is October, I think. So it'll be November when it, the whole EP comes out. I think. Mm, nice.
0: So, so exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to ask you is, uh, how can I be praying for you? Um, I think. Me be the best,
1: <laughs> I think, <laughs> with music, like a motivation. I lack motivation sometimes mm. because I get really overwhelmed, and then I just want to throw the towel in, and I just ugh. so I, I need some extra like push motivation sometimes. If you could do yeah. that for me, that would be yeah. great.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna pray for you right now, and then yeah. I'll Thanks. let you go. All right, uh, Jiro, okay. thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to Abby. Thank you for friendship, mm-hmm. and I. Just I'm excited for all the things that she'll be doing. Uh, I pray that you just give her the motivation that she needs to uh, just get through these next few months and next few years and just growing her career. I pray that you impact lots of people through her uh, and I pray you move in her life and her, bless her and her parents and her family. Um, just thank you for this time again that we get to talk and we pray all these things in Jesus' oh, name. Man.
1: That's so sweet.
0: All right, Abby. So if people wanted to reach out to you, and jam out to your songs mm-hmm. and do yes. all these things like where could they find you
1: I'm on Spotify if you just want to listen to my music I'm I post covers and my own music pretty frequently on YouTube and I'm on Facebook and Instagram just my name Abby Muir Um, I'm on like iTunes Apple music as well if you just want to listen to my music um so I'm pretty much oh, nice. everywhere <laughs>
0: so abby muir yeah. nice okay that should be fun yeah and so yeah thank you, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming coming on and yeah hopefully we'll talk again and after that piece mm-hmm. released and get to talk about you know the festival yeah. and all those things so we're pretty excited
1: thank you so so much for having so, me yeah
0: thanks again yeah. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon okay Was that great or what? Abby's story is so amazing. She's doing great things. So go give her a follow. Also, if you got some value from this episode, make sure to leave a review and follow on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Music Printer Movement. And you can leave us a note, send us a message. Maybe you have something that you'd like us to cover, a new guest that you want us to put on, anything you'd like help on. Make sure you send us a message. And all right, we'll see you next time.